I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We are the men in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. I am the future of war. Resistance is futile. Yes, a Jedi's drink flows from the Force. But beware of the dark side. Everyone, this is Rico, and obviously you're listening to Treks and Sci-Fi. Uh, if you were looking for something else, that's not what this is. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm on the. F- I was gonna say on the phone. Boy, that I'm old. I'm on Skype with uh, Chris Clemente. Hi, Chris. Greetings. And this is podcast 677. It's gonna get out there in the world on April 8th, 2018. And we're here on Skype to talk about something that we both enjoy a lot. We talk, uh, chat about it on, you know, uh, why, why do I keep blanking out on like, how do you communicate <laughs> these days that, that, the, that internet thing. And yeah, uh, yeah. I message, you know, chat texts, whatever. I was going to say WhatsApp, but we don't really do WhatsApp. So I don't uh, even know what that is. You don't know what WhatsApp is. Oh, it, it, it's Must helpful. Some new thing. It's a, um, it's like a chat thing that's good to use when you're out of the country because it basically just works through the internet. So you don't get like charged some outrageous like oh, out of country okay. fees for texting and stuff. All right. So, but we're here to talk about not that. We're here to talk about comic books. Um, I thought, Chris, what we could do to start out with is each talk about, and I'm, I'm probably, I've probably said this at different times on the podcast, but let's each give our uh like how we how we got into comics how we first started did did someone drag us to a comic shop did did we bug mom to buy us one at the grocery store <laughs> what all uh what all uh what all got us into uh, reading these graphical picture books <laughs> so um so why don't you start with that what oh. where's your what's your earliest recollection you know of uh of comics very, comics for very, you very clear memory of the, of my first uh, intro because so <clears throat> when I was a lad, probably let's say five, right? Kindergarten age, right? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So um, we were living with my grandparents at that time and my grandfather was religious about a few things. Uh, his car being waxed. <laughs> um, Wax on, Chris. Yes. Like, I mean, like, I'm talking like that was like an obsession. Um, and getting his hair cut every week, right? I wow. mean, like every week. Yeah. Yeah. He was a little bit. He Go was back a, to the uh, 
go go yeah. go back to the old days of sitting in the barber chair, right? Yes. And getting the, talking to the guy, you know. So like, yeah, he would go to the same barber shop every Saturday morning. Like he had a he had a routine. He was a retired, you know, firefighter. He had a but he had like a he had a pretty awesome routine. Like his life, he had a schedule. So eventually, like he probably got tired of looking at me with my like, uh, you know, eight is enough hair cut or whatever and uh yeah said you know i'm taking well he would take me to the fire station he would go talk to the uh the guys there and i got to slide down the pole and all that you know because firefighters yeah and then you'd go to the barbershop and then the barbershop you were like like batman then sliding down a little bit right yeah so the barbershop you know my grandfather would go and he would talk to i can't remember the i know i remember where it is in the town where i grew where i grew up i don't remember the guy's name for the life of me but he had like a stack of um comics like i mean i'm talking like not like a little like not like your cheesy like when you go to like to sit and archie edit. and uh, no i mean i mean know. like not like just like a few paltry yeah. scattered i mean like a stack right so like i didn't know i knew obviously i grew up in the you know late 70s so as a little kid anyway. So, I mean, obviously like the super friends and all these things were, you know, around, they were a thing. It wasn't like, I didn't grow up in like this world where you didn't hear, hear about. Yeah. You knew the characters. Yeah. You you had enough experience from watching maybe cartoons or whatever. You knew who Superman was and Batman or whatever. So he had the, um, mostly I'm going to, my recollection is he had a lot of Spider-Man and a lot of, a lot of Superman, right? So I would pick, I would read a lot of those when I was a kid. He's, and the barber, when I, when I would come with my grandfather, he would always let me, you know, pick one to keep. Oh, to keep. Yeah. Yeah. These were like, you know, these were like golden age comics. Oh, so they were, they weren't really current. They were like older books. These were older books, like sixties. Oh, wow. Silver age, like Spider-Man, you know, like early Spider-Man. So like, the first one that I brought home was it was a old one of those it was the oversized world of Krypton I think is what it was called and it was sort of Superman's world I can't remember the title of it I wish I still had it because it was awesome and it had like say like a like a, a layout of the Fortress of Solitude that's one that was, you got to like go back and and, and snag yeah. off like eBay or something it was like a that. it was a big it was a prestige book you know you remember the prestige format which was a little bit bigger and um, Boy, I wish I, I the comic shop guy wrote, told me what it was, and he showed me. I'm like, yeah, that I would love to have it again because it was back. It was you know pre-crisis Superman, so like you had the 50 different types of kryptonite described, and it would tell you like what you know what this gold kryptonite does to Superman, and what you know blah blah blah. And I thought that was just awesome. I read that thing like 50 times, and then I think the next time I got like a Spider-Man, and you know Green Goblin, I believe was on the cover. I don't remember the the number or anything, but yeah, I remember like that was sort of my first like entree, or if you, I don't know if that's the right word, but like into like collect even collecting because I had started to get a little stack, you know, over the weeks of of comics. So, and yeah, my first, so I had a lot of Supermans, a lot of Spider-Mans for a while, and that was sort of my Spider-Man. Like any kid who grew up after like the 60s spider-man is usually gonna be like a little kid's favorite superhero right i mean like spider-man is sort of more relatable for little kids for whatever reason he's cool he swings Superman yeah and, and of course there's the yeah. you know yeah the the show the classic uh 60s you know oh, cartoon spider-man spider-man does whatever a spider oh yeah, it's that, still yeah. it still gets used it's still yeah. it's still uh, it's it it's, the, it's uh, so it's so catchy and so perfect 
Right. You know, yeah. that was the what? That when they did the Home Spider-Man Homecoming, that was the Marvel, uh, the Marvel logo was put up to that song, right? The, the orchestral version of it. I mean, yeah, yeah it's exactly uh, right. They go, da, 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 da. yeah, I can't. And, sing, all, and everybody knows it. Like, it's not like a thing. Absolutely. People, right. You know? Yeah. So like, so you're right. Plus, Spidey was, was pretty popular with kids in that yes, era. And, right and Superman that, too, you know? Oh yeah. Big time. Cause that was the year that the Superman, the movie came out. So before I had seen Superman, the movie, I had been reading, all these Superman comics. So like when Superman, the movie came out, I, I was just, just perfect. I, right. I was five. <laughs> I was, I remember, I remember like begging, Oh my gosh, like being the worst little nudge. Like I need to go see, and this, and it came out, I believe at Christmas time in 79. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. I remember it very clearly that like, I really, really, it was Christmas time and I really wanted to see Superman. I remember my mother giving me like 50 reasons why not. And I'm like, no, I need to go. And I, my uncle ended up, taking me to go see it and that movie that's why it's still my favorite comic book movie of all time to this day i remember sitting there and that movie like i mean like i had seen the george reeves version on the tv, TV and reruns, yes right color version and the black and white they were both on various yeah. times um yeah. i had seen the super friends look but when when superman flew in that movie it was like look i know it does, i know that when you look at it now 30 or 40 years later, almost at this point, um, that it doesn't seem convincing to, to modernize. But back then, you have to kind of put in context what yeah, we were it's used funny. to it's see. Sometimes it almost seems more, though, to me, you know, and I'll, I'll yeah. just pop pop in for a second and tell you, because in the modern films, everything, you know, and, and I'm going to this is going to come off kind of generic, but, you know, everything is so computer, you know, CG kind of, you know. And maybe later on in the show, we can talk about a little bit of, you know, movie comics, you know, older ones versus new more even. But there there was just something about, you know, they had to do things a lot more like we're really doing this right here. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Like this thing, this guy's on a wire and this thing's this helicopter's on a thing and the, 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 the you know, and this and that. So I don't know. There's something about it to me that's almost even more like impressive of. You know, you just, I, I always say, you just start to have to squint in your eyes just a little bit and kind of like, especially the scene where he first, you first see him as Superman and he flies out of the fortress. That's that, he did that. that so that's a, that scene is just like, yeah. is just really elegant, I think, you know? Yeah. And he, and that was basically, and I, the, the making of on the Blu ray for uh, the first Superman movie is pretty impressive, uh, Doc. And basically, like that thing where he swings by the camera, what, that was something Christopher Reeve did in midair propelling himself like that you know what i mean and they were like just made like the people that like richard donner who was the director was just like amazing christopher reeve was a was an athlete he was a swimmer so he had like sort of a natural sort of grace yeah uh, and yeah. um a lot of that selling that is all christopher reeve's performance be and because yeah a lot of him flying is on wires and he's having to, but he's having to sell that and um, exactly he's having to actually sell it rather <laughs> than just be like you know um well yeah, CG I mean, Superman. CG. The counterweight on Superman flying is two guys basically pulling on those cables. Yeah. I mean, you know, and it was. I agree with you that it is actually uh, more. It is impressive because they they didn't just to just get to go. All right, now pretend like you're going to start to fly, and then okay, now the CG version pops in, and now we just do that whatever with that. Yeah, I, I wish yeah. they would use a little bit of more of that in the films. You know, the current films. I wish they. I, I, you know, I wish they would. They would not always make it look like, oh, okay, over to the computer now. 
You well, know, but, but, but anyway. I think trains left the station on that one because like even the background, maybe, maybe real anymore, I guess. You know I mean? Yeah, you're right. It, it, it's a whole uh, other conversation that we could, we could ooh, maybe, maybe one day we'll, we'll do a, a podcast about that. But, um, yeah. like, like not to diverge too much, but like on Supergirl on the television show, they actually do, you can tell they're doing a little more wire work and things like that. And, uh, sure. and there's, there's something I, I kind of like about it. It just seems a little more real in a different way i guess it's not real isn't even the best word but just natural or something so so anyway so you had a lot of superman superman movie go on and yeah uh, well yeah so i'm gonna just that movie if you watch the making of the thing with dick donner who is the the director he said that he had a sign on the set it said verisimilitude which means you have to make it seem it has to be true right when you're watching the movie it has to seem like this is not a goof like Superman being in the world is not a goof. We have to play this as if this is really sort of, you know, make it, make it truthful within itself, which is uh, yeah. why the movie is successful. It, it, yeah. it, it's, it, it's a great movie. Um, but yeah, so I think and I, I kind of stayed with Spider-Man and, 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 and Superman for a long, long time, probably Batman too. You know, I was really into the 60s show when I was about that age too. I loved the Batman TV show and he had all the cool he had the Batmobile and all that obviously he's in there but Old when I was I will say that I kind of probably got out of comics you know once Star Wars became my big thing for a while and I was into a lot of toys and you know G.I. Joe He-Man those sort of things kind of took over for a while so, but, but G.I. Yeah. Joe had a comic too so I started when I got into G.I. Joe heavy I actually started reading the comic which was so different from the cartoon the comic was a little bit grittier it was it was good, and um, so were somebody, you going in this in this time frame? Were you actually um, were you going to like a comic shop like on a regular basis? Oh, kind of a you thing? know, it or, was or the when, old, when, did, um, when did that happen? Besides just swiping the comics from the barber shop, or <laughs> it was the old um, spinner rack in the convenience store. You know, that was oh, my, it was okay. Yeah, so like I would have to wait for for that to get stocked, and I would go constantly. Like I would spin to see if there was like a new uh, GI Joe or something. Because at the same time, I got into X Men right in the mid '80s, and boy, I loved me some X Men. That, yeah. that that became yeah. my obsession for for quite a while, as far as comic books go. Um, I didn't know, you know, I, I the funny thing is, I say to people nowadays, it's like, I mean, I see all this Avengers being the thing, and I'm like, when I was a kid. I didn't give a crap about the Avengers unless they happened to cross paths with like, you know, Wolverine or something. You know what I mean? If they if yeah. it was like because to me, like the X-Men were the were the cool team and the Avengers were sort of like the dorks. You know what I mean? Like, I oh, yeah, care. I know what you mean. I, I, I didn't care I, about big, big Marvel. Yeah. So I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Iron Man being what he is now. That's wild to me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like Iron Man was like. A guy in an in an iron suit. Well, that's what's so great about it. What what some people who don't who aren't into the comics don't realize is what Marvel really pulled off here was. It, it's even a bigger, um, let's say, a, a, a feat, a bigger feat than than people even realize. Truthfully, yeah. B- because if you you know they did start with X Men films and they did pretty well and they were good at you know in, or whatever. But you know when Marvel came along, they kind of said, ah, you know. We've got these properties. What can we do? You know, so they they yeah. took yeah they they took truthfully not not the most popular group in town, and, and did something with them. You know, even Cap has always been kind of a bit of a square. You know, like oh a, my gosh, you know, I mean, it's just that they're they're they did they did an incredible thing, really. So um, yeah, well, I mean, X Men one. That first movie really is what I think kicked the modern age of movies, superhero movies, because it 
even though they were they were wearing black leather, it was not like it wasn't like taking the comic directly to the screen. But like they 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 had the characters there, and they were basically true to what I knew um, with yeah. some alterations. No, I love that I mean? movie. Yeah, that that's yeah. that's that's a great film, and and it, and it is it, it is a good uh, you know I, I I'm I've been saying things lately of like it it, it certainly captures the essence of. The yeah. X-Men books and the characters, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, well, first time I see Wolverine popping his claws in a movie theater, I think I almost lost my mind. I'm like, oh, my God, it's really <laughs> happening. We've been Like, I remember, yeah. like, you know, when we were kids, you know, we'd be walking home from middle school saying, well, if they were to make an X-Men movie, it would be so awesome. Oh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger could be Colossus and Sylvester Stallone could be Wolverine, <laughs> you know, because those were the big guys. Right? Hey, Wolverine, was, what, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could. Would I got to get metal over here? Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so hey, like. Hey, Kitty, those big... do you want to go out on a date? <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. so short compared to me, but yes. you would put these maid costumes. Ah, uh, you thought all out there listening, you weren't gonna, you were gonna get away without hearing Conan. <laughs> nah, I heard Never. Arnold just had some surgery. It sounds yes. like he's doing okay, but uh, good. Yeah, this is like he had shout to out replace, to you, Arnold. Replace a valve that was now he had put in like I think ten years ago or something. Yeah, so like I just. Yeah, and it was it was just it was an obsession. Um, and then the so comic spinner, shop, spinner rack, not really comic, comic shop. shop but eventually, the comic shop. Yeah, early high school years, late middle school is probably when I discovered my first comic shop. And it wasn't we didn't have one in my town. I Nearby was, at all? Yeah. Yeah, it was like I had to go. My friend um, and his parents, you know, we went to this other town where they actually had an, an in this up in upstate New York called New Paltz, uh, which actually had a comic shop. And it was like, you know, it was like typical, like dank. You know what I mean? Like it was like, you know, <laughs> it was a, big, a big guy, a big guy with long hair sitting behind the counter yeah. or something. I don't usually. remember what the name of it was for the life of yeah. me, but it was like dusty. Like it was like everything you expect in a comic shop, like that smell, you know, you're like, yeah, this is a comic shop. There's some gremlin in a cage sitting over there in the back. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it. I love those places. Oh, I, yeah, I yeah. I mean, then I get to go with, all of a sudden I can uh, explore going through like back issues. Right. Because like, yeah. Back you in know, the like, day, and you know, back I don't know about comic shops lately down by you, but you know the um, they don't carry old issues anymore. Most my of comic shop does. Yes, do a, they still? A, Yours yeah, does. Good, okay, a good supply of uh, back issues. That's good. So all of a sudden, I'm yeah. getting to like go through and like you know see what happened before I jumped on X Men, or you know what I mean. Like they they started they had they had classic X Men started in the mid '80s, so like you could actually go from number one. Of, of Uncanny X-Men, which was when the new team, not the old, old team with Cyclops, but when yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, right. So, yeah. like, then you get you started to get to read those stories. But, yeah, the back issue thing was blew my mind because I was, like, a kid. Now I was, like, yes, this is – I need to, like, spend all of my money on these back issues because <laughs> yeah. I need to – because, like, I'm reading – I'm seeing like you know the brood issues of X-Men or something, which and I had never – But you were just read. doing that all to uh, – you you were just like I was where you, you're you're – you're a comic book collector reader. Well, actually, I should say yes. you're a comic book reader, not just a collector. You know, no, there I, are, there I care are, about the reading. There uh, are people out there that are that are like into the, you know, they, they they don't really they did collecting, right? They would find you know old books and oh. and stick them in a, you know, save them and not read them or, or whatever. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I've saved uh, you know way too many comics. I've saved them, but I've also read every one of them basically too. Yeah, so, I, uh, I feel like that market. You know, that really got 
out of hand, especially with the death of now Superman. Now they're all just doing Bitcoin. But yeah, uh, if you remember the death of Superman, where like they yeah, oh yeah, the, I, I distinctly the, remember it. I, I think I even have an unopened was, one somewhere. Yeah, yeah still, it was yeah, sealed like in this foil bag. Yeah, yeah, it was and, sealed um, sealed in a baggie, right? So and they uh, and the funny thing is that people were buying that like to save. They made that was the highest printing ever of any comic of any single issue. That. Flooded I think it the still market. holds the record for that. Do you think it still? I think it does. Probably I does, it. but I think so. I think it, I mean they they have what, four million cop whatever it was like some out of hand. And if you look at what comics sell now versus what they sold like thirty years ago, I you mean, mean what? Uh, you mean the you mean it, the actual cover price? Are you talking about what well, what well, like an old that, book like the, you get for an old book or something? What I'm saying is like the amount of comics. Like he was like now. Oh, the numbers of titles. Like 10, and, oh, maybe yeah, they're selling yeah. ten thousand of one book, but back in the day, you know, they could be a three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand seller a month. I mean, like um, Uncanny X Men was 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 uh, selling books like they were the number one comic for for ages. And well, yeah, and if you remember, I, I don't know if you remember this, but I used to do this and, and look at this a lot. If you remember, I think it would show up in the issues once a year. Like Wizard? Well, well, not not the Wizard titles, but in the book itself. In the book itself, if you look in the fine print and some of those old books, it would say average like subscription like circulation. They would have numbers printed in fine print. It usually would be under the first page at the bottom or at the last page, but you could kind of get a feel for like how many books is this really selling? Yeah, oh, yeah right, yeah, right yeah. in the old, and I'm talking about probably like that probably wasn't seen. That was probably only like in the 80s, maybe in the early 90s, and then that mm-hmm. they stopped putting that in there. Yeah, um, I mean, you know who would be good to talk to about this would be the author John Jackson Miller, who I interviewed a couple times. Uh, yeah, on Star on Star Wars stuff. Yeah, he 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 also started like this comic encyclopedia, not encyclopedia, but this price guide or buyer's guide. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, but like basically. He knows all of that intricate stuff. I kind of talked to him a little bit. Didn't I? Didn't it? Didn't make it. Yeah, anything. these days there's a ton more titles, and even the popular yeah. ones don't sell what they used to sell. Is is right. a basic, pretty easy blanket statement that we can both uh, we can both make. Well, and the market is different because I read a lot of stuff on Comixology. Um, you Did, know, the I'll digital go, versus print right. situation, right? And yeah. I and I yeah. and at first I was kind of like blaspheming, you know. But you know what? I, it's kind <laughs> yeah. of nice because my, you know, I have so much stuff in boxes. It's like, yeah, eh, yeah. You know, and here's the thing: like, if I want to, if I really, if I read it and I really, really like it, and I, and obviously you own it anyway, you own it digitally. Um, yeah. But like, if I really want a paper copy, I'm sure I can make it happen. But it's a nice way to read comics, but. Yeah, it's just the collector thing. I never really, I mean, I like to read the books, so people would be like, "You're taking it out of the thing," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, how you're else taking it to? out? Yeah, it's like toy collecting uh, too, right? You're taking yeah, it it's out. the same yeah. thing. I was the same way. I was the same yeah. way with toys. I, I open them up, and people. Well, the like, thing what about the doing? toy thing is is or, or the comic thing. It's just like you, you know, you don't, you can't even at all like appreciate it really if you never open it up and read it, right? You know, I mean, the whole thing about a comic is the is the story. I mean. Some some toys, you know, kind of have decent packaging, so you can actually kind of see the toy at least, you know. You know what yeah, I mean? There's nothing true. more really to there's there's no reading going on or whatever. But uh, <laughs> but but anyway, I know what you mean though. I I, I no, know. I mean yeah. I I don't I don't look I don't I don't I'm not planning my retirement. I I'm sure I had some books that you know are, have been lost to time that you know I know for sure <laughs> that I had a first printing of the Dark Knight Returns books and those are worth. You know, some good money at this point, or they were at least a little while ago. 
but I don't know where they are. And my mother probably, who knows, donated them to Goodwill. Who, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I never bought stuff for. Uh, no, for, I know I didn't that. know about it at the time. It wasn't why I was. I was just like, I want to read all this, all these stories. I want to want to know what happened before I started reading X Men. Like these things were like goes. See Uncanny X Men one thirteen for more on this or something. I'd be like, I need that, but I don't have that. You know, it's not like you. Had so to- I wanted to ask you a couple things about. Uh, so you've talked about like Marvel and and DC, and we've we've you and I have talked about this separately a few times. But uh, so how tell me tell me like I know you got into it. Sounds like you got into DC more in the early times, and maybe yes. maybe Marvel later. Is that is that true? And then is it kind of a split thing these days, or, or what, what? Which camp? Really, which camp do you do you put do you put yourself I'm in not, one of the camps, or do you like some of both, or you know? Because this is I, the this is the age old question, right? It's the same thing between uh, Star Trek and Star Wars that people like to talk about. You know, yeah. are you are you pretty split? Do you feel? I think so. I think I probably am weighted more towards DC uh, because Superman was sort of a comic I never ever gave up. I I was with it. Before Crisis, after Crisis, you know, the death of, and the death of Superman is one of my favorite stories. Like that whole death of, reign of, boy, they just did a hell of a job with those crossovers. I just thought that was a fantastic. Did you like uh, what they did after that when you talk, when you're saying it's one of your favorites? Are you talking about the up to the death or are you talking about the, no, I thought like the post, after the death was, post, was like great. with all I the, loved, you know, 20 different Superman showing was, up? I'm exaggerating a, a little, but uh, that was, that was great. That was, I loved you liked that. all that. It, yeah. The reign of the Superman, that was fantastic. I loved it. I thought yeah. that was just a great story. Um, yeah. yeah. And, but X Men, you know, is a, was a big favorite. Yeah, you know, I wasn't. I was into both. I think. I mean, yeah, pretty much. I, I think Marvel, especially now, has the the cool tag, and it, I think cool, it even did back the cool then. cats. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I think it even did in the eighties. You know, you had X Men. You had you know Spider Man was big uh, with when Todd McFarlane took over. Well, I, I think the thing about we we've also talked about this. I think the key one of the key things is between Marvel and DC is that the for the most part the Marvel. Uh, people slash characters, superheroes, even the villains are all basically more or less people, right? Mutants, sure. powers, but 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 in DC you have you know people always use the term you have like lowercase g uh, gods, gods practically, yes. right? They have these fairly unrelatable in a in a way you know the these ultimate beings of immense you know power. You know the Lantern Corps, you know Wonder Woman, Superman, and even Batman in a way to a degree. I mean, everybody that we we always we talk about this a lot. He's just Batman, but 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 I mean the guy's like pretty much unstoppable. I, I yeah. mean, you know, so so that that I think is the you know division, and I think each of them have kind of blended a little over the years to a degree, like they've had. You know, Marvel's got their share of like super, super over the top power. You know, powerful people like Thanos, for example, that the movie's coming. And then you know, DC has done the same thing with with their you know some of their their you know a good example of that is all the uh, the current TV shows. You know, yes. from, from DC where they've taken for the most part some of their lower tier you know characters and and have created a neat little world for all of them for them you know what i mean so mm-hmm. you know was starting and even flash was never you know he was never like a superman kind of draw or a wonder woman or a batman uh but um but i'm going to i'm going to pop in for a, a few and and just relay what i how i started cuz i think i have before but i won't i'm, I'm going to just do it briefly Mm-hmm. I, the the difference between us and it was interesting to hear what you had to say because 
I, the weird thing about me is I didn't read a comic book until I was almost done with high school. Wow. Yeah. I, although I, I guess there might be a couple of exceptions. I think I read a couple of Star Trek and Star Wars comics because, because they, you know, they were, um, those were my thing. Right. Uh, but that was, and mostly I'm talking probably Star Trek cause that was before that. So, um, but yeah, in, I had a good friend or still have a good friend, Rob, who was, who was really into comics, uh, at, at a young age like you. And I can distinctly remember, I think I was a junior, maybe going to be a senior or the early part of senior year in high school. He brings over like, you know, I, I had been asking him like, well, bring me like a good, you know, 10, 20 comics of yours that you think are pretty good to, to poke around and, and see what this is all about. And he, and he, so he hands me basically, for the most part, it was like Spider-Man, it was Marvel. Everything was Marvel. It was Spider-Man. It was a lot of X-Men because he was very into X-Men. Sure. And and Spidey, and I think there was maybe uh, an Avengers book in there, and maybe a Cap book or something. But uh, but then I was like, after reading a few of those, I was totally hooked because I was always into art and story and visual things like movies and everything. So it fits that niche, you know. It, it it's it's like a it's like a movie in your head, kind of with with. Uh, a lot of cool art and story and everything. And uh, I've also always thought comics are kind of like soap operas for geeks in a way <laughs> is, yeah. is another way that I've looked at them because, because they're things never really completely change, you know, right. Uh, people who are dead come back to life. Uh, you know, who, who's hooked up with who, uh, you know what I mean? So, so it, it, the analogy works pretty good, I think. So, uh, but yeah, so I didn't really get into it until very late high school and then when I went to college, you know, I was going like to uh, the, the like you described it, Chris, with uh, going into the weird, dusty little uh, comic shop up uh, when I went to Michigan State University. There was the, there is I think it's still there. I, I know it's actually still there. It's called the Curious Bookshop. And uh, hmm. it's like a three story, weird little building. It, it's literally like it could be out of a Harry Potter movie because it's jammed between a couple of other buildings. And the the comics were well when they when I was first going there the comics were all in the basement, so so not all, you know it was like a, this narrow little stairway go down to the basement that's where I had all the comics, and then I think later they moved it to the top floor of the place. But um, but yeah, so I was going once I was hooked I was going every week and picking up you know whatever books I was into at the time and I started very much marvel i mean i don't think i read a dc book for for years and years maybe, right. maybe there's an exception in there but if i look at my collection of comics now that i i still have those there there are you know that first five years or more probably of, of pulling comics everything was marvel everything was marvel i mean and that was it like you were saying that was in the heyday of like x-men and spider-man was great then and also the other thing that I, I, I miss about those comic days is there weren't a hundred million titles and 20 million crossovers with them. Right. So you could actually kind of keep up on things now. Nowadays, you know, every three issues, something changes an art team changes or, or, or a writer changes or, or something in the book changes or, or whatever. And it, 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 I have a hard time feeling as attached to the, to the series as I used to feel. I don't know how. You, what do you think about that? I mean, are, are you are you reading things on a regular basis these days? I, I, and do you feel like is, that is, difference? Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's too many. Um, yeah, there's too many now. There's <laughs> too many X Men books, and 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 I mean, I probably was straight reading X Men up until like the early two thousands, 
and it wasn't as challenging. And and then it started getting there. Then when they really became man, there was so many X books. I mean, there was everybody's an X Men. It's like it's like um, you know, it's like Oprah. You're an X Men, and you're an X Men, and you're a mutant. And there, and, there was always um, a lot of X. You know, there's New Mutants. You know, there was yeah, which was great when it when it when it first was out, and and it and it you know it came out at a time where there weren't a hundred X Men books. It wasn't X Factor, X this, X that, and uh, X Force, X Force, yeah. But like, so when they had a crossover, it was. I do like, like the, the Deadpool end. trailer where he's like, "We're X Force," and and they're like, "Can't you come up with something a little more original?" So that's a little derivative. Yeah, it's a little derivative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I don't know. It's like it. Be, it just I don't know. You know. Plus, it got out of control when you're a grown up and you're working, maybe, and you don't have, you know, your schedule doesn't make it so that you can read comics or go to the comic shop. So you kind of, and I'm getting behind and, um. So got you, this, yeah. Batman got the same way. Like there was a million different Bat Family books, and yeah, even Superman got, for a while there was four four books. I think probably what four. really got me into into DC was the very first. You were talking about the Superman film, the first Superman film, which I loved. Okay. And uh, but what actually got me into DC more was the first Batman movie. That that oh, yeah. that that movie, and and you probably remember. Oh my god! Uh, the, I have that, a very distinct. Memory. Yeah, you'll have to tell me a little bit, but but that movie, I can remember going with a bunch of friends trying seeing it on opening night, and it was like really hard to get tickets. It was sold out. The crowd was rowdy. It was really nuts. Uh, and uh, somebody actually lit a firecracker off in the movie theater, <laughs> and people thought, yeah. you know, these days the place would have probably cleared out because they would oh, think yeah. somebody's got a gun. But we, you know, mostly at that time, you know, we all laughed and just sat there waiting for the movie to start. You know, it was before the movie started. So at least it was before um, the the room was dark. But uh, so Batman, that first Batman 89, uh, you know, with Michael Keaton, that that movie was like, I got to start reading Batman, basically, after that. And I've read Batman pretty much since then, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty steadily, the the main Batman book, at least. and and a, a few other offshoots or whatever, but yeah, there are a lot of bat family people. The, the you know there were and are still this day. And uh, but but what was your story about the Batman movie? You were you were well, saying something like uh, I was um you know I was let's see fourteen yeah fourteen so like the prime age for that kind of movie right? I mean like oh yeah just, sure that was the and it the hype. I think probably people don't maybe don't realize or don't remember, but I remember the hype for that movie. There was it was a lot like, of hype. It was, it was, it was like a, nothing yeah. that had ever come before it. Like the hype. Even Star one, Wars, like, the first Star Wars wasn't yeah. hyped like that because, oh. because you know, that happened later. Star yeah. Wars, after it was out for weeks and then months, people were like, oh my gosh, what's this about? But the Batman thing was before you anyone even saw the film. Oh my they, gosh. they were all talking like, about it. The look of it. And logo Jack was out. Nicholson and, and the music, yes. yeah. So, like, I mean, the hype was was, and it, and so, so then when the movie came out, it was like my friends and I, um, you know, we went and and they let us in. This place was sold out, and they were still selling tickets. <laughs> I had to sit on the floor. Oh boy! And like in the front, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Of the theater, I've only and had to like, sit in the front of a theater a couple so times, like, and it's I laid so bad. Down. Oh. I laid down. Oh, on did the you? Floor <laughs> just laid so down I on could... a movie theater floor. That, that's commitment. 
That is but commitment, I, folks. But I will tell you that it blew my mind, that movie. I thought it was like, I was out of there like, that is the best movie of all time. You know, I was 14, of course. Yeah. So my, you know, Have you watched it in, in any recent year yeah, at, at all? Yeah. A couple years ago. It's still, it's still good. I mean, like... yeah. It's it's um it's a weird movie though really it is weird but it, I mean it, it but you know Tim Burton of course it's going to be a little weird but it, it it's so like I, every time I see that movie or think about it I think about how how did this get past the studio like I re- that's what I think about the main thing I think is like these days where I, I still feel that movies are too committee except for some exceptions depending on your you know the who the director is and your level of whatever power in let's call it in Hollywood but I just don't think movies really get out there like that one anymore like if if they brought that in to you know this they all oh, this we can't we can't release this what the heck is this there's no uh there's no links to five other movies in this movie it can't well, yeah, possibly and, be and, good. He, and, and Batman's just kind of like he's weird in that in that movie you know <laughs> he he's he's weird. he's just like I mean it's Michael Keaton who I think is great in it and and I like his his Batman, but it it really is not Batman, and and it but it works still though. I mean, I don't know oh, how yeah. to explain it really, but uh, well, the funny thing is yeah. about that movie is like it sort of spawned every superhero movie that followed for some time was sort A of bit. trying to ape that right. They were because they were. There was remember Dark Man, which was something yep. that Sam Raimi came up with. Oh, I walked out of that and said, "Oh, they just did Batman again." Yeah, basically, and that's what yeah. it was. I mean, um, the Flash, the show, TV show. Even, oh, that yeah, was even yeah heavily influenced by totally the, uh, the, even the you know the muck the 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 the, the, the music the uh, look the, the, the look. I was trying to say music and look at the same time. Muck. Well, the look. I, I I've invented a new word. The music and and the look yeah. were, were very uh yeah very like. So, yeah. yeah, so like for a while there, that was like sort of the the go to way of making these superhero movies. Um, and, and then, then it got made, silly that series. And then they made um, <laughs> Batman Returns, which was not for kids at all. It was very disturbing. The Penguin was gross and and was biting people's noses off. And yeah, I, mean, I like, still like I still like that though too. You know, oh, Penguin and Catwoman it. in there. I mean that that's just th- those movies. I, I guess I feel like the actors slash characters in those movies are just like you, you almost think that they really think they're those like they I don't know how to ex- describe it. They're like so immersed in the character like, wow, are you really acting or, or have you just lost your mind? That's what I want to say. Yeah, I mean, like she's licking Batman's face. Oh, it's I mean, just like, yeah, it's it's, it's like so weird. It is, and it's yeah. but it's great. I think in 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 that universe that he made for those two movies, because after that they got yeah, movies, yeah, yeah. We know, real, but that movie was so like you know it was his Tim Burton's that movie. I I love Batman Returns because it's a Christmas movie, and um, it's a weird Christmas movie, but it is a Christmas movie. I mean, in this movie. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, who plays Selena Kyle, she gets pushed out of a window by Christopher Walken, and she gets bit and licked by cats, and she wakes up, and somehow she's Catwoman. Yes, you know exactly I mean? right. I mean, she doesn't fall basic. into a chemical thing. She, nope. she, you know, she doesn't get like superpowers from some meteorite or or whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. She's just like basically, like I just said, she's like gone cuckoo. So yeah, uh, and, yeah. and and uh, it's a. Uh, but it's a it's a fun movie and it's it's weird. But yeah, I, I think that X Men sort of 
like I said before, and um, uh, sort of changed that sort of uh, that it broke the mold of superhero movies. A little bit, yeah. I mean, they had their own thing. You know, it really did well compared to. I mean, it, it represented that. That was you know, X Men was very popular in comics. That it was. I, I love the second X Men film too. Just just probably almost as much as the first or more i think it yeah. was a little bit better um, well in a way there i mean there's a freshness of the first one too that kind of always yeah. always appeals to me the first uh, you know has it gets a lot of it gets a lot of an edge for me but uh, but no i know it's the, it's a great movie the second one oh yeah uh, i love the opening of that one with nightcrawler and all that oh, yeah, stuff awesome. but uh, so so anyway so you're uh so that's your batman story so i you know i i guess i pretty much told you my you know as far as comics so i've since that time, uh, you know, and then I started to read, you know, like uh, we should talk uh, briefly a little bit too about like besides obviously we've been talking a lot about Marvel and DC, but I, I got really heavy into into Image. You know, I was a big, big fan of Image Comics when they started. because oh, yeah, for sure. Because the artists and the talent and, and I was also, I, you know, I, I, I had to say hats off to those guys for basically walking away from working at big time comic book companies, you know, one of the big two and, and then forging their own company. Right. And actually, you know, a company that's still doing well and is still out there and has put out a lot of great stuff, but I, I was Walking reading, <laughs> yeah, I was reading, well, well, I mean, you know, spawn, uh, you know, and, and just the art that they had, I, I would just read those books for the art that those guys, you know, the, 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 uh, the level of artistic, you know, talent in those books. Like I was just watching, my son told me about this. My older son, I, I've been watching Jim Lee, um, who was part of Image, and, and now, now right. of course, he's at DC. Uh, he runs it. Yeah, he basically runs it. Uh, but um, he's been he does this Twitch art thing. I don't know if you know about that or if you follow any of the Twitch artist no. guys. But but Jim Lee, every I think he usually does it on the weekends. I think this one he recorded actually yesterday. But he does like a two or three hour you know little draw session where he talks to the. To the people, you know, the the people that are watching him draw, it, it's like half him just, you know, being funny and talking to these guys, but but him drawing too. And but um, but Image Comics, though, that he was a part of, you know, I still read a lot of Image books, and, and they're, you know, Image really does some really interesting things these days. I feel like they they tend to push the envelope more than Marvel and DC currently oh, for do sure. by far. And there are other independent books. I mean, I've read other independent, um, you know dynamite and 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 you know boom and there's you know there's a lot of very uh, people who aren't into comics don't realize there's a there's a lot of in you know quote unquote independent comics out there um so that that you know i that i've picked up now and then so i've become pretty diversified i'd i'd say these days i probably actually read a little bit currently uh, probably a little bit more dc than i do marvel marvel i think is 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 having difficulties let's say Ugh. And I'm, to, not, to, I'm not pleased with the current state of. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you read the stuff, the talk about Fantastic Four or whatever? And I, I just want them to just start doing like you know, let's get some things back on track. I mean, I'm reading Spider Man. I've always loved Spidey. Um, going back to the original stuff that I first read, you know, Spider Man and X Men will always be some of my favorites by far, probably. Sure. And um, so I still read Spider Man, although they've 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 torqued him around way too much over the years that it, that it really. And I and I get that there's this balance of well we can't keep everything the same right we we're, we're trying to bring in new people to read things and if you you, yes. you you know they always talk about 
oh, we can't expect someone to read and pick up a comic and know, you know, 30, 50, whatever number of years of comic book history. And I'm like, do they have to really? They don't. You know, nobody I, does. We I mean, we jumped that's, that's into them a... at a point where, yeah, maybe there wasn't as much history as there is, of course, now. But there was a ton of history still. Sure. You know, like, there, there mean, was still decades of comics it's... that we didn't know about that we would pick up on. Um, and look, hey, Batman's still fighting the Joker, you know, yeah. and, and Spider-Man's still fighting the Green Goblin. So, so you don't you don't really even need to know that much. You know, you know what that is? That's like this ins- this like inferiority complex. It's like Oh, you know, like we want to get these new readers, so we have to make it for them. It's like no, every five issues something changes. You know, they here's a new art team and a new arc, and yeah, you got a great product. You know what I mean? It's like you remember, like Star Trek, like the movies. They're like, we want to make it so that people will, you know, who don't know the next generation will go see these movies, and it's like, who cares about those? You know what I mean? Like, make it for the people that actually like the thing, and then if it's good. People will uh, will come to it. That's that's all it takes. This yeah, whole... I think if you just yeah, I agree. I I, I uh, obviously I agree that you just got to make a, a good product, right? A, a good movie or a good comic. Don't don't pander. Don't don't feel right. like you need to give them you know somebody doing some kind of voiceover narration and telling you know the whole history of Starfleet and the Federation for a Star Trek movie, or the whole history of Spider Man in a, in a Spider Man. It's like uh, you know, nope. He he's he got bit by a spider and he has spider powers. There, that's all you need to know. <laughs> Done. You know, right? Yeah, I don't Mo- know why. Move on. I don't know why. Yeah, everybody like <laughs> if they didn't even talk about it in the latest movie. If they just... ever do another origin Spider-Man movie, like like I mean, actually like show the getting the powers part of the origin. I just might just go like that's it. I'm out. No more. But uh, you know, we you all know you don't need to do that. You don't you don't need to to. Uh, to, to keep hitting us with that so yeah uh, every batman thing they need to show those parents getting shot no whether it's whether it's Gotham, <laughs> oh it's the breaking even... chris it's the it's the pearls breaking off mom's uh, i know you know it's the it's the pearls breaking in 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 slow motion and then scattering and bouncing on the Which pavement funny that was an image from um the dark knight returns first i think when was that, that the was first time it was ever put in i it might I be so uh, yeah but or, or uh, year one either that or year one i can't remember which one it was but it was in the eight it was it was only a this is like this thing that was done in the comic and i believe the yeah, first they did time, it in gotham you know that that still pops oh, up yes. now and then so uh but, but like it, even batman versus superman like they did it in like the, the what did uh, you credit. say what name did you say? why martha. did you say martha martha, martha. um <laughs> and they've they've showed like so many times. It's like you know. I think there's not too many. I don't think there's anybody around that doesn't know why Batman is Batman. Um, well, I don't know if you're knows. reading the the current uh, run of Batman right now, but you know he's engaged to uh, Selena. He's en- engaged to Catwoman, and I, I've loved Tom King, who's the current writer, and what they've been doing in the last like year, couple years, on it. But but I I, I like because they just have this like way of talking to each other that just seems perfect like catwoman would just say all right yeah i get it your parents got killed get over it like like that's the way she would respond to you know the whole like okay fine okay yeah your parents got shot boohoo yeah. so uh but anyway um but yeah you, you know it's it's just funny how I, you know these these are big comic but you know of course marvel is owned by by uh by disney right which which owns all of us, I think, just about now and, and uh, <laughs> soon. They they sent me a letter about the house. I don't know what. And, it is, and so. the sad, you know, the hard thing and the sad thing about Marvel's situation, and and I and I get it. And there's a lot of I listened to this. Um, I did want to mention here somewhere, and I've I've mentioned uh, 
it before. I, I listened to this comic book podcast called I Fanboy, which is really good. I've listened to it for a few years now and and support them via Patreon and all that stuff because they wow. they do a really good job. Anyway, um, they always talk about how Marvel is is you know turning their comics into the movies, like they yes. basically like. They're, they're, yeah, the movies have been very successful. They're, they're doing well and all that. So they, you know, the, you know, Tony Stark looks like Robert Downey Jr. now, and, and they slide other stuff into the books. Uh, I, I didn't actually <sighs> mention the. Um, I actually read Avengers for a long time, way, way back in the day. Sure. Uh, and uh, I actually enjoyed it quite a bit, uh, just because. The the thing I liked about the Avengers team is I like the, um, and it happened with the X Men teams too. Is the you know you would bring like oh all of a sudden like you know Namor is in the is in the team this this month or you know they you would have this slightly revolving you know group in there and it was always kind of fun to see how they would interact but but Marvel though you know they I guess either they've they've lost the way a little bit but they've not only do they feel like they got to make comics that you know anyone who picks it up can read any issue at any time. And, and and I think they can. I don't think people are that stupid. So, but but you also don't need to make them like the movies. You you can have a few books like that or whatever. But um, yeah. you know they're well, they're it's it's hard because obviously and and the numbers have shown this. You know as far as sales is is both companies don't sell like they used to. Uh, and Marvel, I don't think by making you know turning the comics into reflections of the movies has really helped them that much, right? No. I don't think there are that many. I think there are people that maybe go into a comic shop now that they enjoy the movies, but I don't think they're like people who start reading them and then stay with it for like we have for years and years and no. years, right? And that was like, and like, that's they who they need. They need people to do that. They did not like all of a sudden turn the Batman comics into the Tim Burton Batman. Exactly you know? right. They were like they, they this, totally this stayed away thing. from the movie side of it. I mean, they would always have their movie tie-in comic, right? They right. have an adaptation. Yes. Here's the movie, and it was a totally separate thing. Yeah, it had nothing to do with with the, what was going on in the comics. Yeah, they, and that's they what did, made them great. Look, the movies, and that might also have. But then again, you know. Listen, DC movies are, are are owned by the same people that made the comics, although you would never know. <laughs> sometimes, um, but yeah, you know, I, I I my the biggest thing that I'm kind of that was obvious to me, and the thing that I know I've ranted about before was when they were trying to shove the Inhumans down our throats. You know, because the Inhumans was a property that they owned, so they're like, "Well, we're yeah, going to turn, right. we're going to use them like we would use the X Men, and we're going to get, we're going to sort of side yeah, because they the lost the X Men, they didn't have the mutants around, right? So we're going to make Cyclops a villain, and we're going to, you know, do this, that, and the other, and like all because of I felt at that point that was the clear Isabel that okay, so the the, the movie Marvel Studios is running the comics too. Basically, yeah. I think, you know, and I, and it's like, you, you know, you the comics, like I was, I reread Infinity Gauntlet, which, you know, obviously is going to be, in, you know, the new movie will be inspired by, but it obviously can't follow because there's a lot of X-Men that were involved and, and it's going to be different, but it, 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 it's just a really cool story. I don't need, I don't need the movies to follow the stories of the comics word for word or even plot wise a hundred percent. And I don't need the comics. I can figure out who Thanos is or, or Iron Man without it being a Robert Downey Jr. Clone in the book. Yeah. Or, and because yeah. the thing is in the movies, 
what you see with a lot of the characters is their their personality is not necessarily what has been in the books, right? I mean, all of a sudden, everybody. Oh yeah, no. Everybody in the movies is like a wisecracker. Yeah, you know, they're like, they're, oh. they're quite a bit different. You know, Thor, I'd say is is you know is definitely different. Uh, Hulk is definitely slash Bruce Banner is different. You know, yeah. they, they uh, you know, I I'd say I'd say Cap is fairly close. You know, I think that Pretty one they've close. they've kept fairly clean and 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 fairly close. Uh, but but even Cap, you know, the the thing you know that's interesting about Cap is you know in in the in the Civil War film, you know, he was like, nope. I don't like this, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, they kind of turned it a- around a little bit, but, um, nice. but anyway, uh, no, I agree with you. Well, here, here's one little side thing that I, I wanted to say is that, it, it, that I find kind of interesting. So Lynn, my wife, Lynn, she saw the, um, I showed her the trailer to the Avengers film. Now she hasn't mm-hmm. really seen most of the Marvel films. She okay. likes guardians of the galaxy and she's gone to see those with me. And I think that might be it. Oh wow! Yeah, so she's not really in, she's not really into comics at all, and uh, but she does like Superman. She's she's seen those films, although she hasn't seen the newest ones. She liked Wonder Woman. I got her to see that. Sure. Uh, so she's very not into this. But so we saw she saw the Avengers trailer and she says, "Oh well, the Guardians of the Galaxy are in that. I'll go see that." You know, huh. in other words, and there's some humor in there, obviously. But I told her this is what I told her, Chris. I said, "All right, there's about like eighty thousand films before <laughs> that." Maybe we should sit down and watch some of them. And I told her, I won't make you watch them all, but I said I could pull out like two or three or four, maybe some key ones. And she said, nope, that's okay. I know I know enough of what's going on. It's like, And I kind of agreed with her. This is the thing. Yeah. I didn't push it. I said, oh, yeah, well, you know what Iron Man is. You, you know what Hulk is. You, you know, she knows enough. She knows she, I think she saw Spider-Man. I think she also saw Spider-Man with me, the Spider-Man Homecoming. So anyway, um, but she knows these characters enough, right? She doesn't necessarily need to know, like, you know, every little nuance of, of them and their, you know, whatever relationships. It, that It's not really that hard to pick up is my point. Yeah, exactly. Right? So she's a good example of like, look, comic book, look, Marvel. You you really don't need to worry about you know if somebody's going to jump in they're just going to jump in you don't you don't need to explain everything uh, don't no. need to explain it Lucy uh, you know so uh, I remember being kind of actually annoyed when the when um, you know I liked the first Iron Man movie I went to see it. I'm like wow that was you know much better than I anticipated I was like yeah at, and if, if people do might not remember but at the time. There was the nothing. Comics, <laughs> in the, at the time in the comics, Iron Man was the bad guy of the Marvel Universe. He was, remember, he was on the wrong side of Civil War, right? He was, yeah. in the in the books, he was like sort of almost a heel, you know? Like you weren't, I not too many, I was not on Iron Man's side uh, during that whole buildup to Civil War, which happened the same year that uh, Iron Man came out. So for me, I was like, that's an odd choice, you know? Well, and he's he, also been a kind of a second, somewhat second level character. He's level? had a lot of problems <laughs> over the years, right? He was an alcoholic and all that, which they've kind of they've pretty much ignored that for the films, I guess. Basically, kind of. Uh, um, I mean, they don't. Re- I mean, they. Yeah. So it's uh, it's funny too. Lately, I don't know about you, but I've uh, I don't know which channel it is, if it's FX or TNT or something. But my gosh, I can't turn on the TV at night and not see. I think I think they're getting a build up to the to the Avengers film, right? Because these yeah. movies keep popping up like all over the place. We could have the Marvel Channel. I'm surprised um, we don't <laughs> yet. We're having we're gonna have the DC thing, right? Isn't DC doing its own little? It's doing its own network, right? With the Teen Titan thing, right? 
the live action Teen uh, Titan show. You know I about know. that. I think so. I, I, I don't know if it's going to be its own network. Maybe, yeah, no, it's, well, it's going to be its own, you know, it's like uh, CBS All Access. Oh, right, right, right. It's going right. to be Everybody's that whole trying thing, to do right? Own, I, I, they're going to... And the talk is it's going to be... The talk, the rumored slash talk is that Star Wars is going to end up on... Uh, it's, you know, I should... Did I call it the DC channel? I should call it the Disney channel. I'm sorry. Well, Disney's the Dis- doing The it. Disney the yes, Disney, Disney is doing its own channel. Yeah, eventually its own its own service. Yeah, where um, the new Star Wars show is going. To right, be. where the new Star. So I'm crossing over. I'm talking about yeah. two different things. But uh, yeah. but anyway, Titans, yeah. I don't think Titans is going to be that. But I'm looking forward to that. I think I believe Nightwing is in it, so that should be kind of cool. Um, but the point about you know some of this is is just right. They they managed to turn something into you know something that we all kind of got surprised by, right? And yes. and even when the first Iron Man film came out and it was good, we all liked it. But uh, I'm trying to remember the sequence again. Was was the next one Iron Man two? They didn't do Cap before that, right? So oh boy, um, there's a good question. Nope, Captain America. Uh, there was the Hulk in between. There was the Incredible Hulk. Was well, that was the one with with what's his name Edward though? Norton. Yeah, which kind of doesn't sort of count. It kind of does, but it doesn't, you know, because well, he's not—he's not Hulk, really. I mean, so I kind of look at it well, like, yeah, all right, it's in the universe, but there was no real connection to Iron Man, really. I mean, in other words, no, there's nothing... there was at the end because Tony Stark shows up to talk to um, General Ross. Oh, right. Okay, so that. All right, yeah, the little tag thing at the end, but I mean, yes. basically in the movie, there's, there's, it isn't like in the current run of Marvel, like with Thor, where you've got Doctor Strange popping up and Hulk popping up for a good part of the movie, right? So, I mean yeah. that. There wasn't there wasn't anything going on there. So. And then there was... Um, was it Iron Thor? Man 2 then next? Iron Man 2 I, and then uh, Thor. Okay. Alright. And then Captain America. So the then... point, you know, besides Hulk, I guess, you know, they didn't really get rolling into this idea of rolling out all these characters for a little while longer. You know, you know, it, um, yeah. it took, a, it took a little momentum going. Uh, oh, on a completely side note, I was at Best Buy the other day, not completely side cause it's about DC stuff, but, uh, there is, you've watched a fair number of the animated DC films, right? Oh, they're great. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, they're great. They're, they're really, really good. And there's a new one out, the suicide squad thing. Um, that just came out on digital um, paper, whatever you call it, view, and uh, will be out, I think, this week on Blu-ray, so and uh-huh. so. But, but no, I was going to say they have a collection of, uh, I think there's thirty of them, and I think that includes pretty much almost up to the most recent. I think it wouldn't have the Suicide Squad or whatever, but there's a collection. It's like two hundred bucks. I saw at Best Buy. I didn't buy it, but it's a, it's a collection of all of those. But they are yeah they are really good like i really like that last one um batman um set in victorian times what was it Ga- gotham, gotham by, gas- by gaslight gaslight yeah, which is right. an adaptation of an did old did you see uh, that one yet no- did you see that uh no but i mean it's one of my favorite uh, graphic novels oh they it do was... a good job with that yeah you should watch that one that w- that was a good one but uh yeah. but those that's that's what everyone talks about you know that's kind of interesting is that they make these really you know i'd say I'd say three quarters of them are really good, and then the other quarter are kind of anywhere from so-so to maybe there's a couple of clunkers in there. At least that's my, I think by far most of them are really good. And but the um, what I was going to say is they've got all these great DC animated films, but they struggle in the live action stuff. You know. Well, you know the thing is, I think the problem with the live action stuff is that look, they've had a million chances to do what Marvel has done because they own all their properties, right? 
they don't have any of these properties that are lent that are on right they haven't split off dc into like oh boy we can't touch green lantern or we can't no i mean they could have done this whatever and they've always teased us right they would give you a little bit of a mention like in a batman movie well they had a lantern mention in justice league right or he he shows up in the prologue and right uh, yeah yeah gets killed and his ring flies away but like that's right yeah They've had every opportunity and a head start on Marvel to be smart with their properties and have it all be connected. But for whatever reason, then Marvel has to show them sort of the way, which, look, Marvel being doing Iron Man 1 was a gamble. That was their first thing, Marvel Studios. I mean, if that didn't work, then they kind of were out of luck. Um, yeah. Right. And it worked. And look, I remember being annoyed going, geez, I got to sit through five movies before we get to Avengers, right? Because you had all the, because remember, you had Captain America being the last standalone until um, Avengers, because Avengers takes up right But after. it paid off, you know. It oh, really, it sure. Yeah, it because really, now you've got these yeah. characters. Established, sort of pep- yep. They were peppered in, like Hawkeye was peppered into um, Thor. Yep. And, uh, you know, Black Widow was peppered in Iron Man 2. Well, it's like when they do the crossovers with even on the uh, the DC TV shows. We, we want to see these characters interact with each other, right? Everybody yeah. always wants to know, like, hey, how come if the world's going to end, where the heck is, is, you know, Superman? Or where the heck is the yes. Hulk? Or whatever universe you're in. Like, in other words... How come Doctor Strange is fighting this guy on his own? Or, or, you know, if you've got that big of a problem, in other words, it makes more sense to say, hey, look, we're not just operating on, like, Earth-39, where I'm only by myself. So, uh, yeah, it, it um, yeah, you know, they've had lots of opportunities. I mean, we've both talked about the Justice League film, and, and I, you know, I think we both enjoyed it. You know, is it perfect? No, but I think I don't think it's worth all the the trash talk it gets. No, it's I like, think I like it. Like I like they love camp. stomping on it, like Last Jedi, right? You know, it's like oh, oh Justice League. Oh my God, I can't believe you watched that garbage. Or or the Last Jedi. Oh my gosh, it ruined my childhood. You know, and the funny thing is, is like I've said a million times, movies are not allowed to be fine anymore. No, it's everything it's so has true. to be like either the so best. True thing 100% on Rotten Tomatoes is the only thing I will accept out of a comic book movie or or (laughs) did you see that thing that Jen posted the other day about that rating she gave somebody I I don't yeah yeah, we talked about that the other night that's exactly the problem with the world right she gave somebody a four-star review she gave a review to uh what was it the voice uh was it a like an audio book I don't I'm not even sure what it was I I mean it's that's probably her story to tell but she hired somebody to do a job and she thought it was not perfect but in the end oh I see okay yeah but but basically she gave a, a, a there was a rating process through this service i don't know what it's called fiverr or something i don't even use that thing ever but so like she's she gave them a four instead of four five, out of the five way. and it wasn't good enough and the person complained like and lost like, their crap about it and that's sort of that's like what's now, problem with the world it's like you're either right you're either an a or an e right for 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 school grades like you're either a you know it's either black panther or or howard <laughs> the duck or whatever and, and, you although know, i kind of like, like howard the duck yeah, I like Howard the Duck too. But I mean, the thing is, like, I'm like, listen, Batman versus Superman. People don't like. A lot of people don't like it. Is it? Does it deserve? Oh gosh, no, 20%? no, no. It, it no. is. Is that a worse movie? Good lord, it is fine. Like, I watched it. I appreciate things about it that that Zack Snyder was 
Jeez. I've always said I, I like a lot of it. I, I just I just still even with Justice League, although they had a reason for it in Justice League, and but I think he's a much better. My biggest trouble with these have been the, you know how they handle Superman and the character a bit. Yes. Although he was much more towards the end of Justice League, lightened up a bit and that kind mm-hmm. of a thing. But um, but no, yeah, I mean I think they're, that, these movies League. are not like you know they're yeah they're not they're not what they're not they're not they don't deserve the excoriation that they're getting, and it all be, all comes from. The division that we will always have: Marvel versus DC, Star Wars versus. I mean, Star I was Trek. thrilled to see so you know Batman, Superman. Uh, oh my gosh. You know the Flash together fighting yes. Wonder Woman. You know a team kind of movie, and even in the Batman versus Superman film, I, I even though the way they handled it was a little weird, Martha. We've already done that one, but I, I you know, to see those two face off in a film. You know, which we, like which like we dreamed about. Holy by the cow! Way, right? Know? Yeah, for people that grew up reading paper, two dimensional drawings of all these characters to see that, I, I mean, I yeah, I still like a lot of that, and and just the 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 sheer um, the spectacle of it, right? The uh, but you know, people will always you know. There's just it's just a weird culture, Chris. You know these days with everyone I, having I like, it. oh, I'm going to create a petition online and get Meryl Streep to pray. Oh, uh, we know. talked about that on our last show. <laughs> Did you? Uh, is, I don't want to diverge is, too much, but I, but I I, not, I I think I had the best comment though that I wrote to it was like, I want to create an online petition to stop all further online petitions because yeah. they're they're dumb, they're useless, they're clickbait, they're 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 just dumb. I don't yeah, understand. I mean, like, so, like I said, so apparently. I didn't know, but if you, I know, I remember I saw Meryl Streep with a cardboard sign at the interstate. She's looking for work, and God, thank the internet because they found her a job playing Princess Leia. It is so silly. Um, I'll remove the Last Jedi from canon. That was a petition too, because that makes. Oh sense. yeah, yeah. I, I, I just um, like like people. You know, I, I don't. It, I, here, here's something that I I haven't quite ever said it like this before, but. This is this is one of the reasons I have a hard time understanding that we we obviously you and I and, and the other people that have had you know been on your podcast my podcast whatever all of our group our little nerd group or whatever we we really love and enjoy this stuff right so mm-hmm. I have a hard time feeling like there's anyone out there who is this is passionate and likes this stuff as much to to fall onto the you know basically to fall into the dark side and like hate it that much like in other words. It, it it may not be always our cup of tea. Uh, for me, it was Rogue One, you know. But but I mean, like, it, but I but I I respect it. I enjoy it for what it is, and then I move on, right? You know. Right. Th- then then I just kind of like, I, I don't. Oh gosh, there. I you know, like in other words, like like since Last Jedi, for example, there's been a ton of posts and like people saying like, oh, Rogue One was the best film in the new stuff, and you know, and then you get all these people. I don't chime in on that. I don't care. Whatever. You know, but but the I, I don't feel that it's like for the amount of like hate you have to what what isn't there some kind of a phrase or a line people say you can only love or you can only hate what you love like in other words they're yeah. two sides of the same coin like I, I don't get how people can get so worked up create petitions and stuff it's like if I don't really care for something like boy I ate at that restaurant it wasn't very good I'm not gonna go back right and then right. I'm gonna forget about it I'm just yeah. like I may warn a few people about it and say hey don't eat there it's not all that great or whatever I'll give you an example but, like my favorite book series apart from Lord of the Rings is the Dark Tower okay I've read those books probably. oh that was a great movie come on Chris oh, <laughs> okay let me hold on yeah so Getting like ahead um 
you know, I've, I've, they pro, they're probably the books I know the best. So like any references, I'm going to immediately understand, you know, I am the, I should be the core audience of the, of that, of that, of that movie. I was, you know, fairly excited that they're actually finally doing something and they may, it looks like they're changing a bunch of stuff, but whatever, let me, let me go see it. I mean, immediately within like 10 minutes, I'm, it was just, you know, for me, it was like, okay, so this is, you know, garbage. This is not very good. I was upset. Um, and I was, I saw it with a friend of mine who, you know, he read the first book, but he's not super familiar with the rest. And I was just sort of like, uh, you know, like I think when we were walking out, I'm like, it's just, they just, just everything that they could have done wrong. They did wrong. Uh-huh. I said the core, I said the core of the story is not even there. I said, they took stuff from like the end of the series. And I mean, it didn't make any sense to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it just didn't, I said, what they had this really simple story of the first book they could have done for a medium to low budget and and it would have been fine and then they could have grown from there i don't understand why they did that and then like like you said like a day later i was sort of like well whatever i have the books it's cool i didn't go online and and you know say i want this movie removed from theaters and it isn't worth it i was like yeah i saw yeah. it i spent 10 bucks um, no it's a good example it, because it, it was it's, good and yeah and that. and you know the the thing about that movie for me and i haven't read any of the books so right. so for me about that movie was there wasn't really anything there like oh like, no like basically empty. like oh there's a bad guy he wears black uh there's this <laughs> weird dimensional thing place whatever situation kind of there's a little kid um and i've seen all those elements in other films right sure. or books there was nothing dramatic or different or special going on that movie was totally except for the fact and i and i will sometime sit down and start and read those books because i've i've heard you know from not just you but from a bunch of other people and i like stephen king so but i was like this this is a series that was what is it 10 12 books or whatever it's uh eight it's seven seven i always want to make it more it's but, seven seven books, and then there was an eighth book that sort of slots in. Okay, so uh, but I but I was like, man, wh- what's the deal? It makes me actually want to read the books because I was like, there's got to be more to it than this. You'll 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 <laughs> be like, you'll start reading the books, and you'll be like, I don't understand the movie at all. Like, do those, by the not... way, while we're talking about it, do those have good uh, good adaptations on on auto, Audible? Have you ever listened to them? Yes. Are they I full? Listened, are they full I, versions? And are they they're good? Good. Yeah. No, they're they're unabridged. Oh, um, maybe then I'll. I got a credit. I think right now, maybe I'll just pop that first one on on uh, my next uh, purchase. Yeah, and or that's whatever. the shortest and simplest of all of them. Yeah, because um, I, that movie was just totally like meh to me, kind of like uh, you know. I mean, it has it had a couple of cool action things and stuff, and I did kind of like what's his name's I- Idris because Idris, you know, that guy to me he makes any he makes any movie any role he does just better, seem that yeah. much better, right? More more interesting, more dramatic. He really pours himself into stuff. I mean, uh, I I really like what he does. So um, so I I thought his character and his his acting and portrayal or whatever he you know the gunman. Um, Gun, was was good, gun, you know. Was interesting. Gunslinger, right? Uh, Gunsmoke. Yeah. Oh, speaking of guns, though, we got Westworld coming back. We're really diverging yeah. now, but uh, oh, we're 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 off the we're off the rails. We're down the track. We're off we're off the side of the road. There's flashing lights and stuff. Yes, the train is actually off the tracks and 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 flipping. And so to let's let's at least wrap up the comic part of this a little bit. So I just wanted to check with you. So, so are you, so right now, I think you already said this a little bit, but right now you just, 
Do you, do you pick up any paper copies? Do you just get digital stuff? What are, rattle off like maybe three, four titles if you're reading stuff currently that you're liking or something well, like that. I'd say the current stuff that I I'm I, everyone one like some of the newer DC stuff I do pick up mostly on because what will happen is I'll be laying around in bed and I'm looking for something to read instead of you know picking up the five one of the five thousand books I haven't read yet that's stacked around <laughs> that you I'll, just look I'll, at and go. It's kind of like those models we were talking about, right? Yeah. Like you go, ugh. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. So I'll go on to Comixology and see what's up. And usually I'll get a new Star Wars. The new Star Wars books, some of them I really like. Like the Dar- the new Darth Vader series is very, very good. Yeah, um, yeah. The the current Star Wars stuff, the, 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 the one thing I don't like about some of the current Star Wars stuff is in the current Star Wars book itself, that one especially, the art. The art is very not good. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's I mean, a weird way to say it, but it's it's kind of photo referency and it's really... Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Some of the like the Batman I, I pick up, I'll always pick up a Batman or or an action yeah. comics. Speaking of, so let me ask your opinion. Uh next week the action uh, Batman action or sorry, Batman. Action comics number one thousand w- will be returning the red trunks. Oh, I'm I'm pro red trunks, man. I'm pro. <laughs> you know, you knew I was going to say that, though, right? Yes. I'm I'm old well, school guy, so I'm pro red trunks because I think it just looks weird. He looks like he's wearing a leotard to me without the trunks. So, uh, you know, I agree. I think that the, if they I think had if you do it the, right, you got to be yeah, careful. I think they could have done right. it without the trunks if they had something that break that broke it up, like some kind of trim. Well, isn't Bendis going to do a Superman book too? Right? Yes, it's called now Man that he's at DC. Yeah. Brian Michael Bendis, if for those not listening, was a longtime Marvel. Um, uh, I don't know what like, did he get himself up to, editor in chief or something? Twenty or whatever. years, I believe he was there. Yeah, I mean, he like created that. a lot of. He did a lot of the stuff that's in the Mar the the Marvel, um, like Jessica Jones. Uh, yes. You know, he, he was responsible for bringing some of those secondary characters more to light, uh, Luke Cage and everything. So anyway, um, did a lot of yeah, great stuff on his book on, is called is going to be called Man of Steel. Um, so we'll have red I, trunks in that too, probably. Then? Yes, he yeah. will have. I'm looking at an image of the cover of a pre preliminary well, image. The cap book is coming out too. The yes. uh, I don't know. I don't know. They they brought a lot of these. The numbering of comics could have been a whole podcast on its own. Ugh. Because DC and Marvel have bounced all over the place, and and recently both Marvel and DC has gone back to what they call old numbering. So they added up apparently all the issues, yes. whatever. I don't know who did the math on that, and I don't know. I'm curious if anyone ever checked. To, you know, like really, I we all just sort of trust because I don't know when Action Comics came back, it was at like 980 or something, right, or 70. It was really close to a thousand, so it's like, oh, that's convenient. And Daredevil, yeah. I just read, uh, it hit 600. Cap, yeah. I think, is hitting seven. Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man is going to hit 800 in an issue or two. So all mm-hmm. these mainstay books are all hitting these milestone and and which, uh, like, here's big, the thing is numbers. like, if you ha- like I said, even like DC, you have the longest or the oldest comic right now running, right? Action comics. Yes, sure. Why it's got that would... classic Spider or Spy Spider-Man, Superman lifting up the truck. Uh, right. image I mean, that the... was Superman's yeah. the first superhero, right? Yeah. I mean, so like. Why on God's green earth would you ever reset the numbering on that? That it is, it is like uh, it should be a thing well, it's pride. the same thing we talked about, though. The, the reason is, is they think that scares people, they, they think that if we just keep going one through six, one through six, one through eight, one through ten, whatever, plus you got a, a number one issue coming out every few months or whatever, it's, it's, and, and it's, then um, and then you've got like, oh, I can read that because I, I don't need to know what's going on. That happens. 
in the regular issues that that has happened for decades. Stop trying Every, to sell comics to non-comic yeah. book fans, okay? <laughs> Just accept it. You've got an audience. That's a good that's way to put audience. it. You're right. It, it, to me, I, I always I, I put it also in food terms. Like it's like you know, if you don't like Chinese food, you would never, no matter how good you advertise, you're never going to get a guy to eat at a Chinese food restaurant if he doesn't like Chinese food. Even if you make so, the Chinese food look like a hamburger, it's still right. Chinese food. And, oh, you know we're I mean? renumbering. Come on in. <laughs> you know, it's Our so, menu's been makes, readju- readjusted. Or, or It makes no sense to me. I don't – I mean, like, yeah. yes, I understand the, the – Well, I'm the, fine the, for, for side series like that. You know, like, oh, yeah, like, like they did – Like Cloak and Dagger. Go ahead. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like – or no, I, I mean, like, like all right, create oh, a little, like, a, a, like a – not a spinoff, but create, like, a uh, – well, like, like, like Marvel did, right, with the Ultimate series. Right, yes. I, I, you know, go go off and do, but leave your mainstay books. You know, have a group of like your core books and leave them alone. Right, like just yeah. So we'll see. Maybe I don't know. I'll be really interested to see if we go one thousand and one, one thousand and two, and if they stick with like this number and how long they want to just. I don't know. The only thing like that stays constant in comics is change, you know, and, and it's just like yeah. true with anything. So we'll we'll see we'll see what they end up doing. But yeah, I'm, I'm pro red trunks. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm look. It's the thing is is now in the last two years he's had like four different costumes. You know, it's like this one with slightly different boots. This one with a different belt. You know what I mean? It's like he he had the new fifty two look, and then there was the other Superman that was hanging out. It, it's a whole complicated story if you if you don't read the yeah comics. so uh i'll just rattle off i think i've already talked about him what when i'm reading i mean i love the new batman the current batman by mm-hmm. tom king the main batman book I, I like that i like a little bit of the current x-men they, they've split off into like they have x-men blue gold, gold red bl- yeah. which are basically which are- a group of different x-men teams and it's and it's okay but um i don't really like the teams the way they've balanced them out and and that uh so that i'm a little still a little bit not happy i hope one day because fantastic four was always a great book and i and i loved it i read it back when it was the you know the the, you know it was a family team i mean there aren't really it, it was like the incredibles you know before the incredibles and uh there aren't you know name name another family team in comics there isn't one, I don't think. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, come on, Marvel. You know, and so, uh, and I think they have it back now. The, the so uh, I don't know, but um, and X, you know, X Men and, and Batman. What what else? Uh, oh, I I'm reading uh, finally Kirkman's Invincible. It's great. I, I told you about that. I think I texted you yeah. that. I uh, I'm picking up the hardcover little volumes. Yeah. Well, I heard, I've heard about it forever. And and I basically, you know, the, probably what put me over the edge of doing it is the the, the comic book podcast I, that I was talking about, iFanboy, they talked about it just ended, right, maybe a few mm-hmm. months ago with the final issue. So there's a finite amount, right? There's, I don't know, it was around 148 or 149, 150-ish or so mm-hmm. issues. So I said, okay, I can do that. And, and I'm, the hardcovers I'm picking up are maybe a dozen or so issues each. But it's really good. Yeah, I mean, it's a superhero hmm. story. It's it's really I'm into almost done with volume two of the of the hardcover things, and uh, yeah, I, I I like that a lot. I love yeah, the yeah. art's great, and, uh, and it turns I, the yeah. uh, whole sort of 
Superman type story on its ear with 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 some of the story uh, choices, which I really yeah, enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are, there are things that happen that that are very unexpected. We'll just say yes, that without spoiling yeah, for because I, I think we've done a, a a pretty good job. We didn't even say that at the beginning, but I don't think we've really we've talked nah. pretty pretty generically. So, uh, but um, but yeah, and you know, I still go to the shop each day. I do like paper comics. I do read some digitally. Um, I wanted to read. You know, Chris, we didn't talk about this much at all, but I don't know if you you dove into all at all the what is it even called the the latest dark knight returns 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 or whatever <laughs> oh yes dk3 the master race oh yes, god I yeah i tried to read some of that did you try to read any of that yet i did i've i've uh i believe i read them all oh have you you because i just couldn't do it i was like <laughs> this is well not only was it, it it didn't seem to be being released very like no it was regularly like, it, like it was weird three, four months between issues and, and, and then i'm like I don't know about this. I'm like, and I also didn't, I didn't like, like, how long DK. is this going on? Yes. Y- you know, so I, I just, I, and I'm, I am reading Doomsday Clock, um, right. the DC uh, sort of blending of Watchmen into the DC universe or whatever you want to call it, but I still haven't freaking get any idea what's going on. And it's been like four <laughs> issues and, you know, there's a lot of Rorschach. That's all I know. So, uh, you know, it's like, who's the cool character, but I, I, I'm like, you know, I don't know what's going on there, but uh, yeah. I read a lot of. I also do read a lot of sort of horror type comics. I do enjoy some independent comics. Um, if you like scary sort of comics or, or horror based, and you like Scott Snyder, who's a really good writer, um, there's this book Witches that he did, which is really, really. Oh, I've good. heard about that. Yeah, and yeah. I think I've read. I think it, I picked up an issue of it or something. It's a limited somewhere. series, so yeah. there's only one. There's you can get it all collected. Okay, it, it's maybe really I picked good. up issue one. I do that a lot with stuff. There's but. another image book I'm reading called Revival, which I really like. That's um, people coming back from the dead. Um, there's a lot of I like a lot of. So I tend to like drift more into those realms, like yeah, rather than try to get back into like an look. My favorite X Men stories have already been written. I, I hate to seem like an old codger, but. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, like, I am I think, tempted some days to just basically grab my uh, my X Men box, my long box of X Men comics, yeah. and just plunk down, put it next to the bed there, right, and pull out an issue or two every night and just plug through all the good old Hellfire Club stories, you know, and and uh, all the mutant you know. stuff like that. Like, you know, like yeah. In my opinion, like, and it's in night. It's just me. Like, I, I was a great at the great age, so I have nostalgia for for the comics yep. of that era. So yep. I think those stories are the best. And when I read them again, like when I reread Infinity Gauntlet, I'm like, that's amazing. I was heavy in the comics at the time when that came out. I'm like, that's fine. I know they're redoing Infinity in the comics again to be to me sort of lining up with the movies, and that's fine. But like the old stories, good, and I like it. So it's like I sort of try to go into areas or, or newer creators or. Or kind of off the wall books. Yeah, me um, too. I, I've done that a bit, uh, you know, and I've, um, you know, I've been reading some of. I, I, I like. Um, there are some books like the that are that are based on John Carter of Mars that are that oh, yeah, are done are by cool. I think they're Dynamite. Uh, I've read some of that. They actually have a lot of really good art in some of those books. Some of it's in other titles is not so good, but those books have some pretty nice art. Yeah, Dynamite did a really good um, Battlestar Galactica comic a few years ago. Yep. Uh, that yeah, that was the old show. Um, I really enjoyed. I mean, like, you know, so it might be that I've sort of, like I said, I've read. You know, if I want, I have a huge collection. So if I want to, like I said, read a read an X Men or something, 
you know, I might see what's going on, but I probably will just go read Inferno again or something. You know what I mean? Like just yep, yep. I know how, I, I know how you feel. I'll it, be like, oh, it was so great when I was like, like uh, <laughs> you know, it's like people who are who are food oriented more maybe are like they call it like comfort food, right? It's like comfort reading kind of, uh, you know, it, yes. it's uh, the, the they're classic stories and um, there's uh, you know just some amazing work that's been done over the years just forever so and you know and i also think that like we talked about and we can wrap this up the um i I just i I wish marvel especially right now would just sort of look back and go hey you know what we were we were doing pretty good back then maybe we should learn from that and and I, i think they've tried and i think they are still trying to swing back a little bit that way but they've also of course like we already talked about they've got the whole movie thing to uh to figure out how to work that in. And they seem to be maybe going a little overboard on that, but, uh, just a little, but I do love the, uh, you know, I like the TV. Uh, we didn't talk too much about like, you know, the daredevil, uh, Jessica Jones TV stuff, but, uh, I know you're not, you're still working through, I'm working on the new Jessica Jones season two, which mm. so far is, I heard it was a little slow at first. And I guess that's kind of true, but I also thought that that show is kind of has a different pace to it anyway, than or even all of those really do then certainly um, than some other stuff they've done, you know, like the, obviously the films, but even the other, other Netflix series and Oh my God, total, total sidebar. But you, you walk away from Netflix for just five minutes. You turn it back on. There's three new series, two new I movies. Know. It's, it's so nuts. It's un- <laughs> it's nuts. And we got lost in space starting at the end of this coming next week. Which I'm really looking forward to watching that on there, but I like, I need to finish Longmire and I need to finish Jessica Jones. You know, it's like, oh, stop it, Netflix, slow down. I know so, it's uh, it's overwhelming sometimes. It is. It, it really is. You know, it's it's. I always think about. I, I try to balance it with you know, 20, 30 years ago, there was like nothing. There was like nothing. You had two, three channels on TV, and you know, whatever. Be happy, and you had a, maybe a couple of good movies each year or something. So, and certainly nothing for comics. But uh, mm-hmm. hey, this has been a good good talk. I, I think we, we we covered a lot of ground, even though we were bouncing all over. But that's good too. That, I like it. That, <laughs> I like it that way. That's the way my brain. My wife complains. Lynn complains that I that that I have like a ping pong table in my head sometimes. In my and it's like I'm the ball bounces around from subject. But I said no, no. It's all connected. Everything's connected. Everything. <laughs> oh, one last comic book point. <laughs> and, and I don't know if we talked about this ever. Uh, and did, did you watch season one of Legion? Yes. Did you like it? It's weird. But it's weird, like it. but did you like it? <laughs> yes, I did because I like weird stuff like that. Yeah. And, oh, and, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Because I just sat down last night and, and Friday night, you know, my exciting life, I, I was trying to get, get caught up on this week's TV some stuff I, I'm a couple of weeks behind on, but Legion started up again with season two, and oh my god, it's still just as weird as as season one. You know, it's yeah. it's based on uh, the X Men character Legion, Charles Xavier's son, David David Holler Haller hmm? Holler, however he says last name. Anyway, but it's the one of the weirdest television shows. Uh, oh yes, that that you'll ever see. But it's it's really just. I like it. I, I you do it, have to pay attention to it. It too. just, That's the it, thing. Yeah. but you do and you don't kind of like, like it's like I'm not really sure what that that symbolizes or means, but it doesn't matter. Maybe you know what I mean. Like it's <laughs> I like, guess. oh well, there's some stuff in this first episode of season two. Like 
I don't know what the heck is going on, but uh, but I, I do like it. I, I you know I can watch like something like The Flash or uh, or Arrow, and it's total straightforward. Like there's a bad guy, you know, they're trying to catch him. There's no like, there's nothing that's hidden under the table. There's nothing behind a curtain. There's no, but but that show Legion, uh, oh wow, that's uh, that's a weird show. So yeah. Uh, I, in the X universe, I did enjoy um, what was it, The Gifted this year. I thought was very good, and I'm looking yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Back. That was, uh, you know, that that's a good point. Yeah, and the, and it is getting another season. So if you guys listening want to check out The Gifted, that was one of the best, you know, superhero oh, yeah. slash mutant things they've ever done on TV by far. Yeah. Uh, re- really good, strong. It was kind cast. of captured to me that old sort of. When I was reading X Men, almost like the underground mutants, you know, that yeah. are trying. From the uh, government, it and, was it's it's and, a really and they're not really the big time like they talk every other episode. Though all the X Men put us in charge because they disappeared or whatever, so they're not the big time you know X Men, but they're just trying to make their way and survive. And there's a uh, people hunting them down and, and that. So no, that that was a, that was a surprisingly a, a surprise for the year and a surprisingly good show. You know, it could have been crap. And uh, I did not have high hopes. I just kind of watched it because I mean it's an old Black Panther, but. You know. you know, I think the biggest <laughs> the biggest uh, character from the comics is uh, Polaris that's in it. I mean, she's the only one that I even really well, recognize. Well, Thunderbird is pretty big. Thunderbird. But he, For, he was at a time. I mean, I guess he's technically dead now, I think. So. He died early on. Like, Thunder, like his... Yeah. Oh, wait, this is James... I can't remember which one died. But anyway, proud star. He had a brother that was on the New Mutants. Yeah, so but no, those probably, are they're, they're, yeah. those are good. But Legion, though, oh my god, just, so just twist my mind. I, I just like it, it was great to watch it late on a Friday night. I was like, I don't know what the heck is going on, <laughs> but I love nope. it. I, I was like, all right, well, we're gonna stop the podcast. Everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, next week, I think will be a guest cast and. Uh, Chris, you can hear Chris on the Star Wars Stacks podcast. Sounds like you guys have a new episode coming soon, right, Chris? We do, and this should be out uh, early next, early after this one, probably. Was it a, was it a book show or a talk yes, show? Yes, we reviewed. We went way back uh, to the um, old EU, to the old Republic. We reviewed the first Darth Bane book. Um, ah, good, which, good deal. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, we, we were kind of, we mentioned that like the current canon is sort of it's it's not as good as we would hope, and there's not a lot of sort of consequential books, you know. Like whereas in the old EU, things would happen, and you yeah, know, they're they're stuck die. in a holding pattern, frankly. Yeah. You know, so they're, so they're... so we're, we were happy to go back, and uh, we just did we just recorded. Oh, no, that's we'll cool. Put it out next week. Yeah. Great, great, good. Well, thanks for joining, and uh, hang on the line, as I say. But uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, and uh, that's it for Trucks and Sci-Fi this week. Uh, thanks to Chris. This is Rico, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Farewell. This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.